Good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Spats on Radio Sport at radiosport.online on the 4th of October 2021. This is Daily Sports News.
most poet. I grow tired but dare fall asleep. Indeed, we can grow tired but dare fall asleep since so much is happening uh, over in the American football, in the NFL, and it's happening overnight, so we have to watch it, especially because that was this grudge match, revenge type of thing between Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, and his former coach, Bill Belichick. Apparently, they parted uh, their ways on not so good terms, and that was supposed to be a revenge, a way to show by Tom Brady that he was he was mistreated at New England Patriots with whom he got uh, something like what six Super Bowls uh, and uh, that was uh, a chance for uh, Tom Brady to exert that uh, revenge but it wasn't uh, such a high-flying emotionally volatile battle for the ages it was something there were emotions pre-game video montages uh, but then the weather played its part it was wet it was raining before the game and during the first half the two teams moved the ball combining to gain 356 yards of offense in the first half but Tampa Bay were 0 for 2 in red zone and New England's interception limited the scoring output as did the weather conditions. So uh, on a day all about Tom Brady, the quarterback's performance was far from legendary. Brady was not great. He finished with a passing line of 202, uh, I'm sorry, of 22 of 43 for 269 yards and a passer rating of 70.8. He used us to something like 140 passer rating, this time 70.8 only. Tampa Bay struggled to establish much of an offense rhythm outside of its lone touchdown drive, capped by an 8-yard Ronald Jones touchdown run. They were without Rob Gronkowski, they were without Giovanni Bernard, so the Bucks uh, repeatedly failed to finish drives in the red zones. So, uh, uh, Tom Brady, it wasn't the return that he was dreaming about. Brady wasn't the antagonist many expected him to be in Foxborough. In the end, and none of that mattered because Tampa Bay Buccaneers actually beat New England Patriots 19-17. So, th- that was a revenge of some sorts for uh, Tom Brady. Mark Jones, who was selected in the first round of the draft by New England Patriots and is supposed to be an heir apparent to the GOAT greatest of all time, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, but uh, Jones actually had 19 straight completions starting that game and that equaled Brady's Patriots record, a mark that was set in week one of the 2015 season, just five days after Jones's 17th birthday. That was the jump start that New England offense needed and the drive that gave New England a 14-13 lead. The rookie, Mac Jones, finished the game with a very solid passing line, 31 completions of 40, 270 yards, two touchdowns, a 101.6 passer rating, 30 higher than Tom Brady, and one interception that came off a deflection, so it wasn't really his fault. 
there was no running game uh, for uh, the New England Patriots so uh, the owners fell on Jones's shoulder shoulders to keep the Patriots in the game and certainly he delivered even though he did not produce a win but uh, the the win was there it was just not converted through a field goal how about Bill Belichick what was his plan for the game his game plan worked well even if it didn't bring the win knowing exactly that Tom Brady was dependent on pre-snap read Belichick varied coverages pre and post-snap frequently on Sunday night he was confusing the Tampa Bay offense so certainly the plan worked but he couldn't count on a field goal that was not converted the weather played its part the rain arrived early and persisted throughout the first half so the conditions were less than ideal they were not good conditions for passing game so in fact New England Patriots had a chance to go ahead but they decided to go for a 56 yard field goal and as next gen stat informs us the win probability by that decision fell from 34.7 to 24.3 so the decision to kick a 56 yard field goal was not a good one Sunday night was the first game for Tom Brady without a passing touchdown. That was since the week nine of the last season. In that game, Brady threw for 209 yards and three interceptions when Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to New Orleans Saints. But uh, since then, he went on to lead the Buccaneers on a run to a Super Bowl uh, triumph. So perhaps uh, that win and not so good performance Performance, but but uh, by Tom Brady is a good is a sign for good things to come uh, for the for the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Uh, how about uh, other uh, candidates for the MVP uh, crown? Patrick Mahomes. Uh, uh, he is coming after uh, two bad losses with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this time, Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdown passes uh, in three different ways, and in- this included uh, three touchdown passes to Tyreek Hill and uh, Kansas City Chiefs beat Philadelphia. Eagles. So, uh, Kansas City Chiefs are back and the talk about them not being part uh, of the Super Bowl conversation was absolutely uh, premature. Mahomes tossed uh, a touchdown passes underhanded, overhanded and shoveled one on Kansas City. Three possessions in the first half. He finished with 278 yards passing and his interception was the only possession the Chiefs didn't score uh, a touchdown. Tyreek Hill had 11 catches for 186 yards. In another game, a late game on Sunday, that uh, was a very interesting matchup between the uh, Los Angeles Rams, who had uh, three wins, and Arizona Cardinals, uh, also on three wins. Uh, Kyler Murray prevailed. 
Kyle Murray for MVP, perhaps uh, Cardinals uh, scored 31 or more points in each of their games. Uh, so um, Kyle Murray is on form. He completed 24 of 32 passes for 268 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, so uh, Kyle Murray is leading Arizona Cardinals and led them to a win over Los Angeles Rams 37 to 20. So Los Angeles Rams with uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, isn't uh, uh, Matthew Stafford doesn't turn out to be uh, such an infallible uh, savior for uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Stafford was a much needed breath of fresh air for Los Angeles in the first three weeks and kept providing the locals with plenty of reason to be grateful for his upgrade over Jared Goff. But then Sunday arrived and Stafford growing reliance on the NFL touchdown receptions leader uh, to res uh, resulted in uh, the imbalance. Cooper Cup saw more than twice as many targets from Stafford as any other receiver, yet he caught just five of them for 64 yards. If you want to stop the Rams, take away Cooper Cup. Well, that was the successful game plan for the Cardinals this week. And in a Stafford interception, an untimely Sonny Michel a fumble, and you have a Rams offense that struggled for the first time this season. And as we all know, Stafford doesn't play defense. That's what the NFL.com is suggesting. Cardinals are having fun and made a statement with a smile. They have now four wins and zero losses. Uh, how about other games? Uh, in the fourth round of the NFL, Green Bay Packers, uh, they reminded us that they still are contenders for the NFC title. They beat Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, many people forget that Pittsburgh Steelers had 11 wins in a row last season, but uh, Aaron Rodgers connected with Randall Cobb for two touchdowns and ran for another one as Green Bay Packers won the, the third straight 27-17 over Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, how about Seattle Seahawks? They had a hiccup uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. They had another hiccup uh, against Tennessee Titans when they lost single-handedly to uh, Derek Henry. This time, Seattle he could, he, Seahawks actually beat San Francisco 49ers 28-21. Russell Wilson had a shaky start but uh, overcame that start and uh, threw uh, two touchdowns and uh, had a run for a third as Seattle Seahawks rebounded from back-to-back -back losses they beat and they beat San Francisco 49ers. Uh, also adding salt to injury, the 49ers lost this, their starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to a calf injury at halftime. Garoppolo threw a 20-yard touchdown pass to Ross Dwelly on the opening drive, but did little else before leaving with injury. Rookie Trey Lance took over and connected on a 76-yard touchdown pass to Debo Samuel, but the Niners only crossed midfield one other time before scoring on another touchdown pass to Samuel with one minute twenty remaining. So uh, Seattle, they win. The Carolina Panthers, they lose. They lose against Dallas Cowboys because Dak Prescott is back after this terrible injury from last season. This time, Dak Prescott threw four touchdown passes. Ezekiel Elliott had his first hundred-yard rushing game, and Dallas Cowboys were successful. They are now contenders. The Tennessee Titans continue their. Uh, a bad record after winning at Seattle this time. 
they lost in overtime against New York Jets. They had a, ch- uh, had a chance to equalize, but they missed a field goal. This was the first time that uh, two New York teams played overtime on the same day and both of them won. New York Jets, it's the first win of the season. The first win for the new quarterback, Zach Wilson. He passed for 297 games, seven yards. So it's, he's not such a bad quarterback after all. First win for... Uh, And New York Jets, New York Giants uh, overcame New, New Orleans Saints. Saquon Barkley ran for six-yard touchdown in overtime and gave New York Giants a very much needed win over New Orleans Saints, who returned uh, to their home uh, after Hurricane. So they played in front of their home fans, but uh, were not able to make them happy with a loss, 27-21. to 21. Washington beat Atlanta Falcons and Detroit Lions were beaten by Chicago Bears. Uh, Justin Fields, their first round selection, uh, someone who has to save Chicago. Uh, they they uh, have much trust in him, but uh, uh, last week uh, Justin Fields uh, had an abysmal performance and his offensive line especially had an abysmal performance in a loss 6-26 against Cleveland. This time, Justin Fields brushed off this nightmarish uh, first start at Cleveland and gave the Chicago Bears uh, the much-needed offense. The Chicago Bears were leading at halftime 14-0 because Detroit Lions, uh, under the helm of Jared Goff, couldn't really convert anything in the red zone. Only later on, they managed to score the first point, but that was too little too late. Fields and the Bears were in much better form. Uh, they uh, rang up 373 yards uh, and uh, uh, this is uh, a good performance by Justin Fields and uh, uh, the pressures of uh, Matt Nagy uh, who uh, was questioned as being a coach who can lead Chicago Bears offense to anything. Uh, apparently uh, he uh, transferred the, uh, the play calling uh, duties to a Bill Lazor uh, of uh, Chicago Bears offensive line and perhaps that's something that worked. Minnesota Vikings who were so good in their win against Seattle Seahawks obviously they were heavy favorites to do the same against Cleveland Browns but Miles Garrett and the Cleveland defense produced another dominant performance just as they did against uh, Chicago Bears when Miles Garrett had a four and a half sack against uh, Justin Fields this time uh, he gave problems uh, to uh, uh, Kirk Cousins and the uh, Kevin Stefanski offense 14 to 7 was the win of Cleveland Browns only seven points for Minnesota Vikings at home. That's unheard of. Buffalo Bills continued their stellar performance by beating 40-0 Houston Texans. This is the second time uh, they produced uh, a zero uh, on the opposition uh, when they, they beat uh, Miami and also conceded zero points. This time they put on board 40 points against Houston Texans and conceded nothing. 
Baltimore Ravens beat Denver Broncos. Both of the teams had a good start, but Lamar Jackson threw for 316 yards and a 49-yard touchdown. Uh, so uh, Baltimore Ravens in a good form, good place, good position. Indianapolis Colts beat Miami Dolphins. Much needed win for Indianapolis. And Carson Wentz, who has got problems with his health, but still uh, plays through those issues, completed 24 or 32 passes for 228 yards and uh, gave uh, the Colts their first win of their season. Uh, one republic and run for the uh, football nation, uh, American football nation. One Republic Run. 
There is one game remaining in the fourth round of the NFL. Tonight is Monday Night Football and Los Angeles Chargers are hosting at SoFi Stadium at Los Angeles Las Vegas Raiders. And we'll find out if Las Vegas are for real. Derek Carr is the quarterback of Las Vegas and 3-0 start for that team. Los Angeles Chargers started pretty well their season as well and Justin Herbert is on form. We're going to find out who's going to be on top after uh, this game. It's been a very interesting round of games in the NFL. Uh, but uh, it was uh, also uh, quite an interesting uh, round of games in the European uh, football. We had uh, uh, continental leagues playing. Uh, let's uh, start our review from the Saturday games where uh, the um, Borussia Dortmund they were playing against Augsburg they hit twice the woodwork and wasted several more chances but they finally squeezed past Augsburg two goals to one and they climbed to a second place on Saturday Julian Brand gave them the second half winner after Rafael Guerrero put them in front in the tenth minute with a penalty Augsburg initially struggled to deal with with the Dortmund pressure, but they managed to uh, score an uh, equalizer through Arne Meyer shot uh, when it bounced off the crossbar into the path of Andy Zakridi, who had no problem uh, slotting that uh, ball in for the equalizer. Uh, so uh, Dortmund uh, move uh, to uh, 15 points, uh, one behind Bayern Munich. We're playing on uh, Sunday. Uh, Hertha, uh, they lost against uh, Freiburg. Uh, this was a game in which uh, Piontek returned to the lineup for Hertha and he scored a goal in the 70th minute. Wolfsburg played against Borussia Mönchengladbach at home after 10 minutes. It looked as if the, that uh, matchup is already uh, over with Borussia Mönchengladbach scoring two goals early. Then Wolfsburg came back. Uh, they uh, drew one back but uh, the visitors managed to extend the lead to three goals to one. Stuttgart drew level with Hoffenheim they are um, on eight points after beating them three goals to one. Uh, RB Leipzig, they played against Bochum. Bochum uh, are lowly in the league, probably the last. Uh, and 3-0 victory was no surprise, but uh, the hosts were far from impressive uh, during that uh, game against Bochum. Finally, they managed to win 3-0. In Spain, Atletico Madrid was playing against Barcelona. This was uh, by far the most interesting matchup in La Liga over the weekend. Atletico Madrid uh, were playing against Ronald Koeman uh, team. Ronald Koeman is the coach who uh, sent uh, Suarez back to Atletico Madrid. Apparently he demoted him to the train on his own and then fired him with a phone call. Uh, Suarez cannot forget that and therefore he scored one goal and set up another one uh, in the game in which Atletico Madrid defeated Barcelona 2-1. 
two goals to nil. So the karma comes back to you. You should not be treating the players that way. There was another uh, former Barcelona player who returned to Atletico Madrid, Griezmann, who came on as a sub in the second half. Uh, he didn't do much, although had some chances. Atletico Madrid were never in danger of losing this one. Barcelona looked pedestrian in that loss against Atletico Madrid. Never really threatened uh, Memphis Depay, uh, Frankie de Jong and Luke de Jong are not the type of players that can really threaten someone like Atletico Madrid uh, and Diego Simeone. Uh, Diego Simeone was still uh, uh, urging the fans to support Atletico Madrid after they quieted down in the second uh, half. Atletico Madrid revenge of Suarez on Ronald Koeman and apparently this was this may have been the last game for Ronald Koeman at the helm of Barcelona Jean Raporta before that game mentioned that that game will not change anything but perhaps he meant that the decision has already been made to fire Ronald Koeman and that game wouldn't change anything Ronald Koeman had to direct his players from the stands because he was punished Uh, after receiving a red card in the previous uh, game. In Italy, this was the day on Saturday uh, of a derby, a Torino derby. Turin derby, Torino, uh, who apparently have have more fans in Turin than Juventus. Uh, Juventus has got a lot of fans outside of Torino in Italy, but not necessarily in Turin. Uh, it looked like uh, Torino may have uh, uh, control of the game. They controlled the first half and Juve failed to register a shot on target, but uh, uh, the side of Maximiliano Allegri improved in the second half uh, and uh, Locatelli, who came from Sassuolo, It gave them uh, the win, uh, scoring uh, in the 86th minute. Uh, so 1-0 Juventus again beat the local rival and the struggles of Torino uh, continue. As for Internazionale, they played against Sassuolo who were without Locatelli this time because Locatelli went to Juventus but uh, there was another uh, Italian international Domenico Berardi who scored a goal for Sassuolo through penalty and put the host in front midway through the first half. But But uh, Jacko uh, became uh, the, the, the man who uh, scored a goal with his first touch. He came on as a sub uh, and then scored a goal. I've scored a lot of goals, but I do not remember if I have ever scored with the first touch. There is a first time for everything. This is what Jacko told uh, Dazen. I know how much I still have to offer. Inter know that too and that's why they decided to sign me to score goals. So that win uh, for Internazionale lifted them into the uh, second place on 17 points. They were at that time one point behind the leader of Napoli who were playing Fiorentina on a Sunday. Salernitana who were uh, rookies in the uh, Italian Serie A. They managed to climb off the foot of the table after Milan Djuric had a, gave them a win 1-0 over Genoa, the first win of the season.
How about Sunday? Then Bayern Munich recorded a rare loss on Sunday. They lost against Eintracht Frankfurt. It was Philipp Kostic who drilled home an 83rd minute goal to stun Bayern Munich and win 2-1 against the Bundesliga winners from last season. This was the first league victory at Bayern in 21 years for Eintracht Frankfurt and this snapped the Bayern Munich nine-game winning run in all competitions. Uh, so um, the home side Bayern Munich they managed to uh, get a lead when Leon Goretzka benefited from a Martin Hinteregger mistake and he scored in 29 minutes but uh, Martin Hinteregger make, made good his mistake when he uh, scored an equalizer three minutes later. Both of the teams had a chance to uh, take the lead before the break uh, but uh, uh, then it was Eintracht who scored against the run of play through Kostic uh, and gave the the win to Eintracht Frankfurt. This was not a good weekend for favorites. Paris Saint-Germain, they also suffered the first defeat of the season when they were beaten 2-0 at Rennes on Sunday. And they dropped first points in Ligue 1. Their last defeat uh, came in the French Super Cup uh, by Lille, uh, but uh, they now still remain on top of Ligue 1 with 24 points, six points ahead of the second place RC Lens. Ran move to seventh place on 12 points. This was only five days since uh, the Paris Saint-Germain impressively won against Manchester City in the Champions League, but this time, even though they got off to a lively start, they couldn't convert their chances especially Neymar had many chances but couldn't convert uh, Kylian Mbappe and Leo Messi also were not successful in, in using their chances Ren, who beat uh, Vitesse Arnhem in the Europa League less than 72 hours earlier, went ahead on the stroke of halftime with uh, Labor volleying home uh, from Kamaldin Suleiman across, and they were called, uh, the uh, Paris Saint Germain were caught cold uh, right after uh, halftime when Tait fired home from Labor cross. Uh, Neymar, who had a very disappointing game, was substituted by Mauro Icardi in the 76th minute, but Mauro Icardi failed to provide any inspiration to Paris Saint-Germain, who really couldn't get a shot on target uh, throughout that game. Similar, similarly in uh, La Liga, Real Madrid, the favorite, they continued to struggle as they were uh, beaten 2-1 against, es against Espanyol. Carlo Ancelotti's side are now without a win in three games in all competitions, but they still remain on top of La Liga, ahead of city rivals Atletico Madrid, but just on goals difference. There were goals um, from uh, Raul de Thomas and Alexis uh, Vidal uh, to give a 2-1 victory for the, uh, uh, for the team of uh, Espanol. Espanol team uh, which resides in Barcelona. So there was some joy for Barcelona. Uh, Napoli came from behind uh, and earned a 2-1 victory at Fiorentina. 
so they remain on top of Serie A. The league leaders started rather slowly that game and they were punished in the 28th minute when Lucas Martinez Cuarta took advantage of some slack defending and gave a lead to Fiorentina. This was a wake-up call for Napoli and then Hilving Lozano gave them an equalizer 10 minutes later which followed a penalty that was not converted by Lorenzo Insigne. The penalty was saved by the Polish goalkeeper Bartłomiej Drongowski. Victor Osiman almost gave a Napoli lead before halftime, but then Amir Rahmani gave them the win with a 50-minute goal. AC Milan continued their impressive start to the season when they beat Atalanta three goals to two. So it is a good season for both AC Milan and Napoli. The weekend belonged to Atletico Madrid, but obviously we uh, we uh, feel sympathy for the socios, for the Barcelona fans who had to suffer really badly through the performance of the, their Ronald Koeman side. So we give them a song by Luz Casal, Piensa and Me. They have to think still about Barcelona, even though they suffer, even though they cry. Perhaps better times will come. They will come with better players, I'm, I'm afraid, because with the members Depay, Luke de Jong and Frank de Jong, they're not going to conquer the world. Piensa en mí 
también piensa en mí. Cuando quieras quitarme la vida, no la quiero para nada, para nada me sirve sin ti. Piensa en mí, piensa en mí cuando sufras, cuando llores también piensa en mí. Think of me when you suffer, when you cry, also think of me. The socios, the, fan, the socios, the fans of Barcelona will have to think about Barcelona, about glory days uh, going through the suffering uh, after losing against Atletico Madrid two goals to nil after an abysmal performance uh, having players who are not up to Barcelona standard. Let's take a look at the table of uh, Serie A. Napoli are on top. Seven games played, seven wins, 21 points, a perfect record of Napoli. Is it going to continue? I doubt it. They already showed some signs of uh, a slowing down in their win against uh, Fiorentina. Milan is in second place, 19 points, just two points behind and uh, Internazionale into Milan on 17 points in the third place. Let's take a look at uh, Premier League. There were a number of uh, very interesting games being played over the weekend. Let's start with uh, the first one uh, when Manchester United was playing against uh, Everton on uh, Saturday already. Uh, and uh, Manchester United uh, had some chances uh, they uh, went um, ahead early uh, scored a goal through uh, Anthony Martial in the 43rd minute but it was uh, Everton who had better chances in the second half Andros uh, Townsend gave them an equalizer uh, through from a counter-attack in the 65th minute then they had a goal that was uh, disallowed by VAR and uh, there were uh, quite uh, uh, threatening 
in the opposition penalty box uh, through a counter-attack, even though Man United introduced uh, some uh, substitutions uh, from the bench uh, in the form of uh, Paul Pogba or Cristiano Ronaldo, but they were unable to uh, change the course of that game. So disappointing performance by Manchester United, who have got their issues in midfield, and Jadon Sancho looks out of sorts uh, on the left-hand side, and uh, that a combination between him and Ronaldo seems not to be working. A number of games were being played at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Chelsea beat Southampton three goals to one, but it wasn't such an easy win as the result would otherwise suggest. Trevor Chalobah gave Chelsea an early lead through a nice header in the ninth minute, but James Ward-Prowse converted a penalty in the 63rd minute after Ben Chilwell fouled a Southampton player in the box. And when it looked uh, that uh, as if Southampton may get something out of this uh, tie, similarly to uh, their nil-nil draw against Manchester City, it was James Ward-Prowse who was sent off uh, with a red card. Timo Werner, who seems to be a favourite with uh, Chelsea fans, provided a a go-ahead goal in the 84th minute. And then Ben Chilwell, who was a culprit of that penalty in in Chelsea's own box this time, he scored a goal giving Chelsea a cushion 3-1 win against Southampton so Chelsea are back to winning ways Wolverhampton are back to winning ways as well when they beat Newcastle two goals to one Wan Chi Khan scored two goals in the 20th and 58th minute and he received a standing ovation at Molino Stadium Jeff Hendrick gave Newcastle a goal back in the 41st minute but they were unable to equalize after the Korean gave them a 2-1 lead Burnley and Norwich City. These are this was the game of futility. Those teams are fighting for their lives at the back, at the at the bottom of the Premiership table, but were unable to convert any of many chances they they created. There seems to be no no final finish at Burnley or Norwich City. And uh, they both may go down if the performance and lack of goals uh, continues. For Leeds United, though, this was a very important uh, game. Uh, Leeds United's uh, start to the season was far from perfect and uh, nowhere near the start that they had that they recorded last season. But uh, they can take solace from the fact that Diego Llorente is back in their defense. He provides a lot of stability for Leeds United defense, but also was um, instrumental in their win against Watford. Diego Llorente was in the right place at the right time in the penalty box of Watford and after uh, Rafinha Kone was deflected by a Watford defender uh, he managed to tap in uh, for a goal for Leeds United Watford scored a goal which was disallowed by VAR and uh, Ben Foster uh, the goalkeeper of Watford was suggesting that if we'd equalised it would have papered over the cracks Leeds were very sharp and worked their socks off but we didn't have a shot on target we cannot 
expect to come away with anything. Uh, these were right words from the goalkeeper of uh, uh, Watford. Indeed, Leeds United were the team that was far superior and they deservedly won that game. Obviously, uh, that win it was a little, gave a little breather to Marcel Bielsa. It, w- it was uh, very much needed uh, for uh, his team. So uh, Leeds United have got their win, uh, their first win of the season. Brighton were hosting uh, Arsenal in A23 a derby. Uh, Arsenal uh, coming uh, freshly off that win against Tottenham, three goals to one. And, and Mikel Arteta was uh, conscious that they m- may not generate the same level of emotions when traveling to Brighton. And indeed, it was Brighton who had the best of that game. And uh, Arsenal are lucky uh, to survive with just one point. Jakub Moder, the Polish international, started for Brighton and was substituted in the 76th minute. Surprisingly, Polish players across many different leagues only last about 70 minutes in that in their games. I'm not sure why that is. Piotr Zielinski in Napoli also plays about three quarters of a game. Jakub Moder comes from from the bench. Usually this, this time he started but couldn't finish. Piotr this, this, this time he came off the subs bench and gave a goal to Hertha Berlin but he uh, at least is coming off injury but uh, there seems to be some fitness issues with the Polish players across the European leagues. Tottenham were playing against Aston Villa and this time they managed to get a win, a much needed win, a much needed respite for the Tottenham coach Nuno Espirito Santo. Pierre Heuberg gave Tottenham a lead in the 27th minute. Ollie Watkins gave Aston Villa an equaliser but Matthew Target was off target because he targeted his own goal in the 71st minute and with that own goal Tottenham managed to record a much needed win. West Ham were playing hosts at their Olympic Stadium against Brentford, who only qualified to the Premiership this season, remember? And it was Bran Bemo, part of this famous BMW, who scored a goal in the 20th minute, giving Brentford a lead. Jared Bowen equalized in the 80th minute, and when it looked that the game was going into going to end in a draw, it was Joanne Visa again. He scored in the added time. Uh, he was the one who gave Brentford an equaliser against Liverpool uh, in the previous round. Now he gives Brentford three points against West Ham on form West Ham. That's a big surprise. And Brian Bemer who stayed uh, in Brentford, unlike Watkins who went to Aston Villa or Ben Rama who went to West Ham. He was successful. He showed that perhaps this was the right decision uh, to make. Uh, to do, to stay in Brentford and give uh, his side a win against West Ham. That's a surprising result for sure. Crystal Palace were hosting Leicester City. Uh, Leicester City, after a disappointing performance against Legia Warsaw, when they were beaten one goal to nil, and they got just one point in the two uh, in the two uh, games in the Europa League. This time, Kalechi Iannaccio couldn't play in Warsaw due to some issues with his documentation. He scored a goal for visitors in the 31st minute. Uh, then Jamie Vardy uh, scored another one 
one in the 37th, and it looked that Leicester City had everything under control. But Crystal Palace had other ideas, and Michael Olisa scored in the 61st minute, and Jeff Schlapp in the 72nd, and the match finished in a draw. Two goals to all. Two goals each. Um, in the most interesting matchup of that round in the Premiership, Liverpool were hosting Manchester City and were leading. They were, they were ahead twice. Sadio Mane scored in the 59th minute, but Phil Foden equalized in the 69th. Then Mohamed Salah dribbled pretty much half of the Liverpool team and scored a brilliant goal in the 76th minute, only for Kevin De Bruyne to come back and scored an equalizer. This was an, an industrious match, very interesting. Uh, a lot of good pace uh, after the game there were some issues that uh, Guardiola reported apparently a fan of Liverpool was spitting uh, at the Manchester City bench uh, that was reported to uh, Liverpool management and surely they will uh, investigate the whole matter uh, I can imagine that uh, fan uh, that was his probably last game uh, at the Liverpool uh, Anfield Road Stadium Guardiola also complained that the referee did not show a second yellow card to Milner of Liverpool, which he should have. He should have. That's what Guardiola said. Uh, and uh, they may, that may have changed the game, but uh, uh, that uh, card wasn't shown by the referee Tierney. Uh, after the game, Guardiola uh, was seen talking to James Milner in the tunnel. I asked about uh, that conversation. He said, oh, he was just giving me some golf tips. Obviously, they were talking about that situation with the yellow card uh, and uh, the fact that Guardiola uh, protested furiously uh, uh, about that decision uh, for which he got a yellow card I think, uh, but uh, the yellow card was not given uh, to uh, Milner. This was a good performance by uh, Liverpool, good performance by Manchester City and good display of English uh, football uh, so uh, uh, we have uh, a song to Leeds United fans because they stopped the corrosion. The Sisters of Mercy is a band uh, from Leeds uh, and they've got this song called This Corrosion. This is the corrosion that the Leeds United managed to stop. Oh 
Leeds United managed to stop corrosion, just like in the song by the Sisters of Mercy, this corrosion. The European golfers wanted to stop the corrosion in their own form after thrashing that they received from the US team in the Ryder Cup. And they were playing in the European Tour event in Scotland after Dunhill Links Championship, which was played on Old Course of St. Andrews, Carnusti Golf Links and King Barnes Golf Links. And indeed, it was the players who represented Europe in the Ryder Cup who played really well. Uh, Tyrrell Hutton, he was second with the 16 under. Uh, Shane Lowry, minus 15. And Tommy Fleetwood, uh, 13 under. under. They all played really well. But uh, the winner was Danny Willett, who represented Europe in uh, the other a big thrashing of Europe in the US in recent years. Uh, this time, Danny Willett won the uh, tournament in European Tour, uh, recording an 18 under uh, score. Uh, and uh, now he moved to the 23rd position in the race to Dubai, climbing 103 spots and pretty much ensuring his uh, participation in the race to Dubai final in Dubai in about a month's time. Uh, who's going to be there as well? Probably Adrian Merong, who didn't uh, record a pretty good, a really good performance this time. He was uh, 102nd in that tournament, but uh, he still is uh, remains at the 36th place in the race to Dubai, so surely he will be participating in the final. Uh, this was um, the tournament played in Scotland in nice conditions, uh, probably in terms of uh, in terms of the uh, colours, probably not in terms of the weather. It has to be uh, rain when it comes to Scotland at this time of year. Modern nature, flourish. With Modern Nature and Flourish, we'll conclude the daily sports news on the 4th of uh, October 2021 on Radio Sport at radiosport.online. DJ Spatza says goodbye. Asylum, images, like